The Fort Worth Fire Department in Texas, USA had received a call on the morning of November 28, 2014. The caller claimed to be a downstairs neighbor telling them that they thought there was a fire in the upstairs apartment. Authorities immediately rushed to the scene and managed to put out the fire in an attempt. But what they found in the center of the apartment was a woman dead on the bedroom floor, her feet and wrists bounded by duct tape covered in blood. The only visible characteristics they could make out was a clear definite tattoo that read Jeremiah 2911. Hello everyone, happy Thanksgiving and Black Friday. We're going to look at a case of a young woman who has had her life taken away on the same weekend in 2014. This is the case of the brutal murder of Ashley Harris. Ashley was born in 1983, which would make her about 40 years old this year. And in 2014, about 10 years ago, she was just an assistant manager at an American Eagle store in Texas. Ashley absolutely loved working with people. You see, she had a sort of aura about her that made people just naturally attracted to her. You'd want to speak to her. She was described as bubbly, approachable, and really friendly, which made her perfect as an assistant manager in retail. That's why in the morning of November, when authorities discovered a body in an upstairs apartment in Fort Worth, Texas, none of Ashley's family nor friends could believe the body was hers. Examinations show that she was strangled and beaten multiple times across her body, her face and the back of her head, and the ultimate cause of death was blunt force trauma to the back of her head. This was related to the deep markings across her neck from strangulation, and authorities could tell that Ashley was tortured deeply before she passed away. This wasn't just a robbery gone wrong. This was clear motive and retaliation due to anger. But Ashley had always been someone who was approachable and friendly. Nobody had ever said anything bad about her and no complaints from customers were made about her at work. The people who worked with her and her friends and family have always thought of her as a good girl. She was the kind of person you could always rely on. They couldn't think of any enemies she had or someone that could have hated her. She was such a wonderful person. The fire that had started in Ashley's bedroom and a source of it was the flames induced by rubbing alcohol. And despite its low flammability, it was used as an accelerant to speed up the range of fire, which quickly reached across the entire apartment. There was no sign of forced entry and none of Ashley's valuables were missing. Her keychain that had her apartment keys, car keys along with the keys to the store was missing. She usually kept the keychain on the kitchen counter, but this wasn't there when the police arrived at the scene. They also noticed her door was locked, which meant that whoever last left had locked the door behind them. Her truck was still in the parking lot, and this all came together as a scary conclusion. Whoever killed Ashley wasn't after her belongings, and only wanted her death to be as brutal as possible. The police was certain that this was some sort of retaliation. After interviewing Ashley's friends, they all said that on the weekend of Black Friday, she had been working around the clock non-stop in preparation for everything. 
Retail during Black Friday is usually hectic, and this meant that Ashley's work was doubled and tripled. She had asked her friend to drive her home on these days, and she had to work super late. And one night, it was super late that one of these friends had to stay over at hers until 5 in the morning. The police continue to interview other neighbors to see if they've seen anyone suspicious that came around. And that was when one of the neighbors came around and told authorities that they saw a black car that didn't belong to any of the residents of the building parked in a parking lot the day of the incident. Now the police managed to trace his car down and it came back to belong to a woman called Carter Cervantes. And this was where it got interesting. Carter also worked at the same American Eagle store Ashley did before she died. But that wasn't all. She hadn't been working at the store in Fort Worth for long at all. In fact, she was a recent transfer from another American Eagle store in a town five hours away. So naturally, the police wanted to ask Carter if she saw anything, if she were at Ashley's place, if she were the last person that have saw Ashley in her apartment before she died. They wanted to know if she saw anything suspicious or if she noticed anything that was unusual about Ashley before she died. Now, we all know that American Eagle is a big chain retail company, and naturally there are several dotted across Texas. Just about a five-hour drive away in a town of Amarillo was another one of these chain stores where Carter Cervantes used to work. Now, Carter had worked at this American Eagle store for several years now and had become manager level. But here's the thing. She had very mixed feedback from the employees in the Amarillo store. People said that they were scared of her because she was the kind of woman who liked to retaliate and make life hard on you if she didn't like you. She used fear as a tactic and made all the employees wanted to get on her good side. And in the same year of 2014, Carter hired a 19-year-old called David Mallory, but she soon began dating him. Now, I don't know which part of this is creepier, the fact that this woman is a full-grown woman and dating someone just a year older than his consent age. I mean, it's not legal or anything, strictly speaking, but it does give off a very, very wrong vibe, whether it be the cougar situation or just the fact that it seems like she's grooming him still because she had complete control over his pay and his hours. It was unethical and creepy. So this was obviously against the company's policies. And when the district manager learned about this, he gave her an ultimatum, either quit or transfer to somewhere else. Now, Carter chose to move away and she moved away to Fort Worth and started working in the American Eagle store there. That's how she met Ashley. David stayed in Amarillo. But this didn't last long because about right after Carter left, David couldn't seem to keep up with his hours anymore and he just started missing more shifts, including never showing up on time. And this ended up with him being fired and barred from working at another American Eagle store again. After this, David traveled five hours away to Fort Worth to find Carter and the two ended up moving in together in Fort Worth. Carter decided she was going to help David to falsify documents so he could start working at American Eagle Store in Fort Worth, where she worked with Ashley. 
Ashley had her suspicions about David and Carter's relationship, and soon after David started working at American Eagle in August, a store was mysteriously robbed of $18,000 worth of merchandise over the weekend. And this was when Ashley, who was in charge of overseeing the store's closings and general security, knew something was up. She immediately reported David and Carter as the prime suspects of this robbery and told the police that she saw Carter purposefully leaving the back door unlocked. And although it wasn't caught on camera or anything, and the case never got solved with the Fort Worth Police Department, American Eagle still decided it was enough evidence to fire both David and Carter and ban them from the company. And this was enough suspicion from authorities to follow Carter and David as the prime suspects of the murder. So they followed them after Ashley's death, and soon enough, one evening, they tailed Carter's car all the way to Fort Worth's American Eagle. What was she doing at American Eagle in the evening? Wasn't she fired? Maybe she was just heading back to pick up a couple of her things left at the store? With so many questions in their minds, the police officers waited as she walked up to the back gates of the American Eagle store and fished out from her pockets a set of keys. Now, after the burglary and after Carter and David had been fired, the owner of the store changed the locks. But the thing is, no one knew except for the staff working at that American Eagle store, of course, and the police. So the fact that Carter even had the key to the store and trying to open it was very, very strange. And as soon as the police saw it happening, they decided to step forward and arrest Carter. And down below the car park, they found her car with David waiting inside of it. They arrested the both of them on suspicion of robbing the store full of Black Friday proceeds and arrested David for not having his driver's license on him. Later on, one colleague who worked at American Eagle before Carter was fired said she often joked about robbing the deposits the store had in for Black Friday because that would quote-unquote make her rich. Now, during questioning, the police finally asked her burning question to Carter. Where was she during Thanksgiving the night when Ashley died? Carter said she spent the entire Thanksgiving cooking dinner with David and watched a movie later. She said she never went near the store that day. The police kind of hit a dead end. They knew she had something shady going on, but they couldn't exactly prove it. So they decided to take a break and Carter asked for a cup of water. But this is where it got interesting. CCTV in the interrogation room caught her drink the water, but then afterwards, she used her sleeves to wipe the rim of the cup and the surface where she held it. It looked like she was trying to get rid of traces of her DNA and fingerprints. And this is where the police goes like, oh my gosh, if there were any doubts before, that's all gone now. She is our gal. But it wasn't like wiping away the rims of your cup was enough evidence to keep you at the station. So they decided they'll play the long game. They had to release Carter and David, despite him not carrying a driver's license. And all the while they went home, the police managed to get a search warrant for their vehicle and their apartment. And with this search warrant, the police was certain they had the one chance they needed to take these people down. They entered the apartment and combed through every possible clue that might be linked to Ashley's murder. And guess what they found? A receipt on November 21st for shovels, gloves, 
duct tape, rope, and a tarp. Now, if you're a diehard murder mystery crime fan, you'd know that the sound of these items scream alarm bells ring left and right in your head. And this was the exact same thing investigators were thinking in their heads as well. One of the investigators described this as finding a quote murder kit end quote. When they searched Carter's black car, they found knives and a loaded gun, while the shovel and the rest of the items on the receipt were found in David's car. In addition, they found traces of blood on Carter's car's floor mat, and the DNA came back matching Ashley's. This was the exact evidence authorities prayed for and searched for. It was enough to issue an arrest warrant and lock the both of them away. On December 4th, police officially arrested Carter Cervantes and David Mallory under the murder of Ashley Harris. When authorities went through Carter and David's phones, there were text messages being exchanged about the exact details of them plotting Ashley's murder as part of the Black Friday robbery, and how they originally wanted to dump her body at the cemetery, but decided not to because of the fire. It was evident to investigators that Carter was the mastermind behind this, and David was the main accessory to murder. She was the one who came up with the plan. And remember how I mentioned earlier that Carter was a person that would make her life a living hell, miserable, and retaliate with everything she's got if she didn't like you. When she found out Ashley had pointed her finger at her and David, she was enraged, and that's when she started plotting her revenge with David alongside the plan to rob the proceeds off Black Friday at the American Eagle store. When CCTV caught her trying to enter the store with the keys, it was obvious that she didn't know they were changed, and it soon became evident that they killed Ashley as part of the struggle to get the keys to the store and run away together after they robbed it. Tax-free weekend and Black Friday were the highest deposit days, and Carter and David chose this exact day to plan their break-in as a once-all-or-nothing attempt to salvage the accumulation of unfortunate events, including losing their jobs and having to relocate twice and being barred from working in retail again. According to the Dallas Morning News, in May 2016. 27-year-old Carter Carroll Cervantes was found guilty of capital murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. While David Mallory, who was 22 at the time, met a similar fate in August 2017, he was also found guilty of capital murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. There were signs of struggle back in Ashley's apartment, and it was clear that she fought with every inch of her life before she was dragged by her throat, stabbed, and strangled to death. She was a bubbly person with no enemies throughout her life. She's only ever treated people with kindness, and she was only doing the right thing as an assistant manager to report what she saw, but was instead met with the fate of being tortured. Binded and strangled to death by these two people, she had a large group of friends. And when her best friend Stephanie rushed to the scene and recognized her tattoo, she was beyond devastated. And all she could think of was why? Why had this happened to someone so good and honest and loyal? She was only trying to do the right thing. One day she was still speaking to her, and the next day she was gone, disappeared, murdered. By two of the most malicious people, driven by anger and vengefulness and greed. 
I think Carter and David deserved 100% of the life sentences they'd received. And that's the story of today. Thank you for sitting with me, and I'll see you next time.